Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. On today's episode, we're talking about a relationship release. So picture this. What would happen if you go into uh, a meeting with your boss and you have no attachments whatsoever? You just show up and you're not thinking about, you know, what's happened in the past or what might happen in the future. You just show up and wonder what he has to say. Or let's say you go into a job interview. And what would happen if you had no worries or concerns of any kind around this job and you just went in and said, I wonder what's going to happen? Or maybe you uh, are in, in business and you're having kind of a job interview, but you're, you're having a sales conversation. And you know that this, this sales could you know set you up for the rest of the year. I had a client the other day going into um, a sales conversation that literally would make his whole year's uh, salary, right? But what if you could go into that conversation and not be worried one bit about what that person is, is thinking about you or about, am I saying things correctly? Am I going to get this or am I not? Right? What if you could do that with your significant other or your best friend or your children or a parent, anybody, right? So what we're talking about today is probably something that you're going to have to sit with for a while, right? And really think about, um, but releasing people in your relationship. Uh, If you're attached to the idea of appreciation, uh, praise, acknowledgement, being loved by that other person, right? you're going to view them as either giving you that that you need or uh, a perceived threat. So if your boss or your significant other or, you know, a friend doesn't um, love or acknowledge, appreciate, accept you the way that you want to be, subconsciously and and in your ego, you're going to perceive that as some sort of an attack or a threat and probably going to react out of that. But see, it's not because of the other person. It's because of your reaction to that. Let me give you a couple examples. You know, uh, um, many of you know I've had a a speaking background. Uh, I've spoken at thousands of, you know, events with literally three people versus 3,000 people. Uh, And oftentimes you ask for feedback, especially when I was first starting. I was asking for a lot of feedback. Um, now my feedback is a little bit different. It's less about me and the job that I did and more about what are the key takeaways that you, you got from this. So even that has changed over time. But when I was first starting out, I really wanted to know, Hey, how am I doing and what can I do to improve? And I realized that when I asked for that feedback, I might have, you know, one bad comment And, you know, years ago, that one bad comment would be like, wow, really derail me. And for days, I would think about, oh, is this supposed to be something that I'm doing in life? And, you know, I'm so terrible at this. And then um, a few years ago, I went to an event and I realized how significantly things had changed for me. 
I uh, decided to ask for feedback um, in the class that I was doing. It was at a conference. It was probably about 150 people in this session. And I had all of them fill out a little note card. And, uh, you know, they several things, of course, about, you know, what they got from the session, but also about me. And out of 150 people, only one person said anything that was negative. And immediately I thought, oh man, I wish I knew who that person was. Clearly there's some things going on with her. I say her because there, there was only females in this group. It was early childhood, very hard to find a male in the group. Uh, but uh, I wanted to know who is she, where is she from? And, you know, I would, I want to help her. And so my thinking around the feedback changed over time because I realized I am doing the very best I can with what I know and what I have. And of course I'm growing and I'm developing and I appreciate all feedback, but that one piece of feedback does not have to derail me. Um, I, I was, uh, working with a client who was trying to get, um, a, a new job. Um, she's just developed some, some issues with her boss. Um, you know, sometimes you just know when it's time to go. Right. Um, and she realized as she was preparing for her interview, because we were talking a lot about mindset and also energy management, how can you get your, your body, your soul, your mind, everything all kind of in alignment in the right energy as you go to this interview. So she realized she was really worrying a lot about whether they were going to hire her or not. And I said, okay, here's the thing. If you go in with that worry, subconsciously you're communicating that to them. And nobody wants to hire a person who's going to have a, an energy of worry. So what can you do? And we realized that her worry was really about um, never being able to leave this position. That she felt like if I didn't get this job, I wouldn't be able to leave this position. And I said, okay, well, let's say you don't get this job. What are your other options? And so she came up with some other options. And one of them was, you know, her husband basically, uh, you know, had gotten a, an extremely large sum for retirement and it was basically setting them up for life. And, and she said, well, you know, there's all kinds of things I could do on my own. I don't have to work. And I said, that's awesome. That's amazing. So what would happen if you go into this interview with that in your mind and saying, I don't have to work. I wonder if this would be a good fit for them and a good fit for me. Rather than I have to get this job going in with a more open and curious mindset. So really what I'm asking you to do is, is examine those attachments that you might have, right? Um, imagine um, that you're saying this statement. Now the statement, you know, some of you might want to write this down and think about this, but this statement is going to be a little jarring. But imagine, let's say you've got that, that boss who's giving you a, troubles, or you've got that interviewee or the sales conversation. Imagine saying this, not to them, okay? But uh, imagine them and you're saying this statement. I don't need you. I can be happy without you. By telling you this, I can enjoy your company without anxiety, jealousy, possessiveness, or clinging. It is a delight to be with you. You are free, and so am I. 
I know I said that was not going to be maybe the easiest statement, but think about that. Could you say that to another person? Hey man, I don't need you, but I love being around you. Hey man, I, I, I can be happy without you, but I'm really glad to be spending time with you. You're free. I'm free. There's no attachment here. That's really the, the place that we want to get to. But we have to examine our relationships and those attachments and see, could I ever get there, right? Because your attachments really color your view of the other person. If you're expecting something from that other person and they don't give it to you for whatever reason, it destroys your capacity to unconditionally love them. So think about that. Expectations destroy your capacity to unconditionally love another person. So, you know, if you're attached to to getting good feedback or hire me, hire me, hire me, or, you know, maybe a boss who's like, do what I say, right? It's like you're listening to a symphony and you're only hearing the drums. Okay, let me give you an example. If you think that, you know, your child should, should do a chore only one way, and that's the only way to do it. I'll give you, uh, maybe folding towels. You know, if you want to start a, um, a real debate or fight on Facebook, um, go out there and say, there's only one way to fold a towel, right? Uh, but apparently there's many, many different ways to fold a towel. And to me, I don't care. Is the towel washed? Is it dried? That's pretty much where my attachment <laughs> leaves me, you know. I would prefer that it would be on the shelf, but hey, you know, whatever. Uh, we live in a different world here. Um, but if you're only telling your child you must do it this way and they don't, you're going to, it's going to color the way that you see them, right? It's like listening to a symphony and only hearing the drums. You're drumming. This is the only way to do this towel. This is the only way to do this towel. This is the only way to do this towel. When in reality, your child could find a different way to do it, actually get the job done, feel appreciated, acknowledged, accepted, like, woohoo, I'm, I'm a part of this family, right? You see what I'm saying? So your expectation colors your view of that person. So really, it's, it's how can you take in, you know, like, let's say the, the feedback and not internalize it as a part of your self-image? right? How can you enjoy your time with that interviewer or the sales prospect instead of being so worried about what's going to happen in the future, right? So we want to see that person clearly and in the moment right now, um, not with the history. So the history is, you know, what has happened in the past, uh, especially including the um, perceptions or um, stories that you tell yourself about what happened in the past, right? We want to start releasing those. Uh, we want to be more, um, in the present. So not worrying about the future with anxiety, right? As we do this kind of relationship release over time, um, I I think it's really going to help you to have more of a, of a peaceful life. You're going to worry less And you're actually going to make really good connections with the people in your life. Okay. So I would highly um, uh, suggest that you just go through some of your key relationships and say, 
you know, internally, could you say, I don't need you. I can be happy without you by telling you I can enjoy your company without anxiety, jealousy, possessiveness, or clinging. It's a delight to be with you. You're free. And so am I. If you could say that to that person, uh, without, you know, any kind of anxiety or woe in your heart, excellent. You've reached that place of of non-attachment. However, if you can't, there's something there that's an opportunity for you to release something. Okay. So just check it out. Think about it. See what you think. Okay. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.